Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Poor Charles 411. What started off as we're going to talk about Milo turned into we're talking about all the Giambettis. Why not? Because there's information. <laughs> we knew that there was also Max, and then we kind of forgot that their dad made an appearance on the show for a minute. So we'll start with Milo because that is who we said we were going to talk about originally. But quick side note, if you didn't know, Max and Milo are portrayed by real life brothers. I love it. Drew is who portrays Milo. And he has been on the show since 2006 to 2019. And then uh, he just made a reappearance for Epiphany's memorial. He was born in 1984, so it's appropriate for us to watch him. Yes, exactly. He's only two (laughs) years younger than me. Yay! So Milo's older brother, Max, is portrayed by his real-life older brother, Dirk. It turns out that they're also cousins of Tyler Christopher, who portrayed the original Nicholas Cassidy. That's so cool. I remember that from Dirk mentioned that. I think he's who is on Stephen Bradford's podcast. Okay. And I think that he brought that up. And then that just talks about, uh, oh, we're using General Hospital fandom, but Max and Milo, they came together, right? No, Max came first. Max came first? Oh, yeah, because then he brought his little brother. Okay. Maybe we should talk about Max first, but we're not. We're sticking with Milo. (laughs) So in 2006, he fell for Lulu when she needed protection and was staying with Sonny, who is a longtime friend of her father, Luke Spencer, at Greystone Manor in 2006. He and Lulu have gone on one date, but besides that, they have never gone beyond friends. Milo treated Lulu with the utmost respect and courtesy and would do anything for her. In his spare time, Milo likes to dance and cook, 
Along with his brother, Max, Milo divides his time between being one of the primary bodyguards for Sonny's sons, Michael and Morgan, and being one of Sonny's drivers. Milo and Max were also the main bodyguards for Sonny's wife, Brenda, and her son, Alec, before they left Port Charles and returned to Rome. Milo is still young and a bit inexperienced, but he has always been shown to be sweet, sincere, loyal, trustworthy, and well-mannered. Yes. That's a really good description. That is. He follows instructions well, and he's always willing to help out, but sometimes can get ahead of himself and dive right into a situation with, without getting the full details of the problem. In February 2013, Milo is at the Haunted Star for a Valentine's Day party, and Felix Dubois mistakes him for being gay. In March of 2013, Milo asks Sabrina out, who is infatuated with Dr. Patrick Drake. Milo helps Lulu by letting her stay at his place while she is hiding from her family. She wasn't actually hiding from her family. She didn't know who right, she was. Right, this was right after she was defrosted. And they were, <laughs> yes, that sentence sounds absurd, but yes. And they were pressuring her to be, quote unquote, the old Lulu. Right. She didn't remember any of that. And so he let her live there and just kind of take her time to figure out her stuff, never pressure her for anything, and just let it be like that. His brother Max decides to make Lulu leave Milo's, but Lulu doesn't want to go back to Dante. So Milo decides that he will stick up for Lulu and say that she is not leaving. Max heads to Sonny's office and tells Dante that Milo and Lulu are together. Lulu starts making out with Milo, and Milo stops it and says that she is married and she will eventually remember her husband. Great, great man. Yes. Especially because everyone knew he loved her. Yes. Yes. And after seven years of working for Sonny, Milo quit his job as a bodyguard in the Corinthians organization to become the head fitness director at Lucy and Laura's relaunch of their business, Deception. Unfortunately, Lucy and Laura's business fails to launch, and Milo needs to find himself a new job. He has a hard time finding work, but eventually starts a job as a pizza delivery man. Sonny offers Milo his old job back, but Milo declines in favor of living an honest life. Milo eventually starts dating Epiphany Johnson. And his relationship with Epiphany was super, super sweet. And that happened in 2014. He revealed that he had a crush on Epiphany. And she had also been talking to, I believe it was Liz, about how hot he was. And Epiphany was flattered and she agreed to go out with him, even though they were seemingly opposites. Milo was younger, a fitness buff, and he worked for Monster Sunny Crypto's. But despite their differences, Epiphany and Milo were a perfect match, and they quickly fell in love and moved in together. So cute. I forgot that they moved in together. And then when Epiphany revealed later on that she was uh, has type 2 diabetes, she talks about how Milo and her would go to farmer's markets and that he knew her diet restrictions better than she did, and he helped her stay on track. Which just, again, goes to what a great guy he really, really is. Everyone needs a Milo in their life. Yes. And then because he was leaving Sonny's job, this is where he kind of phased out. He was present for the 2016 Nurses Ball. He was seen with Sonny, Carly, Jocelyn Jacks, and Oscar Nero at the Jacks Lake House on September 13th in 2017. In July of 2018, he tells Mike about one of the times he stripped as Magic Milo during the Nurses Ball. 
And in April 2019, he goes undercover in the Dawn of Day cult by posing as Mark Turner. I forgot about that. I did too, yeah. Oh. Uh, October 29th, Epiphany tells Elizabeth that her and Milo broke up. And again, it was very sad, but she said he just traveled too much with everything that he was doing. And then July 1st, 2021, Carly says that Milo will be watching Jocelyn as she goes to a graduation party at Charlie's Pub. But we didn't actually see him I was going to say, I don't a, think... It was just a, one of those comments. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Milo will be in charge. And even though he was so, so sweet and amazing, he did do some crimes. He was involved in unscrupulous mob-related activities. He assaulted Logan Hayes. The Logan was a jerk. At the request of Robin Scorpio, he staged an armed kidnapping of Eli Love. And he threatened Kiefer Bauer under Michael's orders, along with Max. Uh, Kiefer, yeah. Yeah, exactly. 100%. He beat up Christina, so Milo's going to beat you up. Exactly. And all he did was threaten him. Right. And then he was beaten up by Anna Devane. But yeah, and until March 2023, we didn't see him come back. And it says that... His romances were Lulu Spencer, Unrequited Love, and They Kissed in 2013. Mm-hmm. Connie Falconeri, They oh, Kissed in 2013. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. He's I a lot of people in I 2013. Feel like, I feel like he, she kissed him, maybe. maybe. Sabrina Santiago, they dated in 2013, and a lot of them are dead, too. <laughs> and he and Epiphany Johnson, have been. they were lovers from 2014 to 20. We don't know who his mom is. Mm-mm. But we know that his dad's name was Maximus. Yes. And his brother, Max. Do we want to go to Maximus or Max next? I say go to Max. And then we'll just explain. Because they were there first. The dad yes. came in later to kind of be like, hey, what are my sons doing? Okay. He's so cute, too. So Maximus Max Jean Betty Jr. is a fictional character on the ABC daytime soap opera General Hospital. He's the son of mob boss Maximus Jean Betty and the older half-brother of Milo Jean Betty. He's been portrayed by Dirk Sheetwood since the character's debut on January 24th, 2002. Really? See, I knew he, he was on for four years before. Yeah. You know what? That's when I was having babies. Uh, was a one in oh two. Yeah. Well, and that was kind of my, because I didn't graduate from college until 2006. And so that's when I kind of got back into it because when I was in school, there was no DVR and all that fun stuff. Well, there was, it was just expensive. Well, I'm sorry that you missed out. Well, yes. (laughs) So he started working as a bodyguard and driver for mobster Sonny Corinthos and Jason Morgan in 2002. He's shown to be a particularly... To be particularly good with Sonny's children, Michael Corinthos and Morgan Corinthos, as they are growing up, he has been. And they were little kids. They were little kids. And they kids. have really grown up. Little kids. <laughs> he's been a faithful employee of Sonny for years and often goes above and beyond what he's required to do. Speaking of his characterization, Cheatwood describes to Soap Opera Digest, the thing about Max that people always say they like is the humor that I bring to him. Mm-hmm. I think the mob is dark, so I try to bring a vulnerability to Max and make him funny and kind of oafish. I like that. I do too. And then he has a longtime crush on Carly Corinthos, who he calls Mrs. C. See, I was right. Yes. Not all of them do. No, and so Frank calling her weird. that was weird. I agree. 
So in 2007, Max became the head of security, the head security guard for the Metro Court Hotel. After finding that too boring, he resumed his position as Sonny Corinthos' bodyguard. Max has been dating mob lawyer Diane Miller for four years. Before dating Diane, he had a longtime crush on Sonny's ex-wife, Carly Corinthos, who he referred to simply as Mrs. C and previously called her the former Mrs. C or Mrs. J, because Mrs. Jax. Right. Max formerly worked as the primary bodyguard for Sonny's ex-wife, Brenda Barrett, and her son, Alex Scott, before they left Port Charles and returned to Rome. And Max has been a faithful employee of Sonny's over the year, goes above and beyond. That's a repeat of what you just said. Max was there when Sonny was battling his mental illness and worked hard to protect his then-wife, Carly, and their sons. And also in 2006, when Jason took over Sonny's business because Sonny refused to stop dating his sister, Emily Quartermain, Max refused to take sides in their war and instead opted to stay loyal to both men. During the Metro Court hostage crisis, Max was shot in the shoulder by Jerry Jacks. And then on August 11th, on August 25th, 2011, Max and Diane ended their four-year relationship and decided to go their separate ways. They parted amicably as friends. That is a hard word. (laughs) After four years. I'm so sad. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. In 2012, Max was present at Sunny's bachelor party at Sonny's restaurant, he later is informed by his half-brother, Milo, that Kate, Sonny's then-fiance, made out with Milo and Olivia Saul. So this would have been whatever her... The Connie, yes. Kate. Yeah, so it was Kate. No, it would have been Connie. Because Connie was the alter ego. Kate was the fiance. Right. Yeah. So Milo later confesses the ordeal to Sonny after Connie, Kate's alter ego, announces to the wedding guests that she has resurfaced. I did not read ahead and just read that. That's okay. <laughs> he reappears in late April 2013 when his brother, Milo Giambetti, helps Lulu Spencer stay hidden from her family while she is battling amnesia. Thank you. Because, yes, but again. she wasn't just avoiding them. <laughs> On December 23rd, Max is accidentally shot by Morgan during a shootout between the Corinthos and the Jerome mob families inside Sonny's warehouse. Morgan regrets what he did to Max and eventually exits the Jerome mob family. After undergoing surgery, Max fully recovers and returns to work. In September 2014, Max assists Sean Butler in the task of re-kidnapping Ava Jerome, but Ava disables him and escapes with the help of Jordan Ashford. In November, Heather Weber shoots Max and Michael steals his gun in order to kill Sonny for murdering Michael's father. So this is the second time... That Michael has tried to take down Sonny. Yep. 
Max also fully recovers from the gunshot wound. Is that his third sh shot by now? Oh, well. And then on September 16th, 2015, Scott revealed that Max and Diane are back together. And this is where we... That's why they never told us that they broke up, unless this reveals well, it later. just recently, remember. Right. Like, but, but it wasn't like a to-do. Right. And then on January 22nd, 2016, Max is with Sonny when he talks to Carly about how much he doesn't like the doctor that Lucas brought in for him since Patrick left town. A couple days later, Max checks on Morgan, who's working at Sonny's Coffee Warehouse. On February 10th, Max meets Sonny at the Metro Court restaurant, and they talk about how to bring down the Jeromes. Later, Max goes with Sonny and Carly to his appointment at General Hospital. On August 29th, 2017, Max was present when Sonny announced his retirement from the mob. One of Sonny's rivals rejected Sonny's offer and took Max hostage. Honey assaulted the mobster in Max's... What? Did I say honey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is not working. Sonny assaulted the mobster in Max's defense after, quote-unquote, Jason arrived. The mobster threw Sonny to the ground, shot Jason, and tried to kill Sonny. But Max was able to throw a gun to Sonny, who quickly killed the mobster in self-defense. Jason was later rushed to GH, where he made a full recovery. And that was Drew, right? Yes. Okay. And then August 21st, 2018, Max gave his condolences to Michael, who thought his son was dead. And yeah, that was his last appearance. Wow. That, that was almost five years ago? Okay, so does it, well, that's crimes. Does it say under, like, relationships or whatever when him and Diane broke up again? No. Okay. So it has Carly Benson, Unrequited Love, Claudia Zakara Corinthos, 2008, They Kissed, and then Diane Miller, Lovers. But yeah, the crimes, the crimes, the crimes. <laughs> I'm he, sure it's all a misunderstanding. He was also involved in unscrupulous mob-related activities. He helped Elizabeth Weber kidnap Lucky Spencer and take him to a safe house in 2001. He kidnapped Rick Lansing on Sonny's orders. He held Rick at gunpoint. Held Rick and Lorenzo Al Alcazar at gunpoint. Held Rick at gunpoint on Sonny's orders three months after the first time. <laughs> so the first one was in May. And the second one was in August, so May, June. Okay, four months. He again held Lorenzo at gunpoint in December. The first time was in June. He was involved in a shootout with Diego Alcazar, a.k.a. the text message killer, in February 2008. At the request of Robin Scorpio, he also helped Milo. Staged and armed kidnapping. It was not real. Of Eli Love. And he also helped threaten Kiefer Bauer. He kidnapped and interrogated Vince, an associate of the Jerome family, with Sean. He was involved in a shootout at the warehouse between the Corinthos and Jeromes. He busted into Ava's penthouse and tried to kidnap her along with Sean under the orders of Sonny. He was involved in a shootout with Julian and Ava's men while trying to kidnap Ava from the penthouse. And he took Julian to Sonny's office against his will on Sonny's orders. Man, he also had a lot of health. He was hit over the head and knocked unconscious with a blow dryer by Sage Alcazar. Oh. He was shot in the arm by Manny Ruiz during the train wreck. Accidentally punched by Carly. Held hostage at gunpoint during the Metro Court hostage situation. Was shot in the shoulder by Jerry Jacks during that hostage situation. Rendered unconscious when the hotel exploded. He was hit by a car by Diego Alcazar. He was also beat up by Anna Devane. Why don't I remember Anna beating them up? I don't know. 
knocked unconscious and sustained internal injuries after being hit by a car with an unconscious Edward Quarterman at the wheel. That was at the yes, carnival. carnival. Accidentally shot in the chest by Morgan Corinthos. Had gunshots fired at him by Julian and Ava's men during a shootout at their penthouse. Clobbered over the head with a face by Ava. Shot in the chest by Heather Weber and held hostage at gunpoint so by Sonny's four times. rival. He was shot four times. Jeez Louise. His nickname was, is brother of Prince Pectoral and protector of the night by Spinelli. <laughs> and he also was on Night Shift. Yes. But we haven't seen him in almost five years. I don't like that. No. All right. So I guess let's move on to their dad. Where they all learned it from. Yep. So Maximus Jean Betty Sr. was a fictional character on the American Daytime Soap Opera General Hospital. He was played by Vincent Pastor from October 8th, 2008 to October 15th, 2008. And so it was about a week. Right. And he was, I was going to say a real mobster, but he was known for being a mobster on what show? Uh, the Sopranos. Sopranos. I did not watch that show, but from the picture, he looks like someone that would play a mobster. They have him done up right. So Maximus Giambetti Sr. was a mobster from the East Coast who had been arrested. He was deported to Palermo, Italy in 1988. He had been married seven times. Wow! And his last marriage ended in late 2008. He also had two sons, Max and Milo, but they had different mothers. And neither mother, I think, was named. And maybe he doesn't remember out of his seven wives. Over the years, Max and Milo went to see their father in Palermo, but in October 2008, Maximus surprised them by showing up in Port Charles. Maximus believed that Max was a mob boss. Oh. Max's girlfriend, Diane Miller, was not happy when Max introduced her to his father as his attorney. Oh, no. Max and Milo were bodyguards for mob boss Sonny Corinthos, and they answered to his enforcer, Jason Morgan. However, when Maximus showed up, Max and Milo wanted everyone to pretend that Max was the boss for their father's short trip to town. Jason agreed, but he reminded Max and Milo that Sonny believed that the Russian mobster Andrei Karpov had been responsible for shooting Sonny's fiance, Kate Howard, on their wedding day. Kate had survived, but Sonny wanted revenge. And Jason pretended to be Max's bodyguard, and Maximus was not impressed by his casual attire, you know, the black shirt yep. and jeans. So Jason wore a suit to appear more convincing. Jason told Max that he could be a could be the boss for three days. Max and Milo believed that they had fooled their father, but before he went home, Maximus gave Sonny some advice on how to deal with Karpov. He confessed to Sonny that he knew Max worked for Sonny. He told Sonny to make sure his sons would stay safe and he didn't want them to find out that he knew they were lying to him. And Sonny agreed to these requests and he went and Maximus went home. I remember that now that I'm reading yeah. it. Because it, it was not even a week. Uh-uh. Let's see under, yeah, under relationships, it says seven unnamed women. <laughs> Ooh, he flirted with Diane. No! Flirt with your sons? Well, he did introduce... <laughs> His girlfriend as... His attorney, yeah. yeah. So, not saying it's okay. He didn't know. Yeah. Well, that was fun. That was Talking fun. the GM Betty boys. <sighs> I miss Max. I miss both of them. I did like 
when Milo said during the memorial or at the memorial to Sonny, hey, if I hear things are getting a little crazy, if you need me to come back. Yes. And Sonny was like, nope, you got out. I mean, I liked that Sonny let him continue to be out because that is kind of the point. But at the same time, no, Milo needs to come back. Lucy has been missing for a long time. They need a new real estate agent. Milo can just take over. Exactly. Because that's what he does in real life. Yes. Yay. All right. So I guess that was that was a fun little trip down memory fun. lane. And if you didn't know who Max and Milo are, now you do. That really didn't even scratch the surface, though. But again, they were like epiphany. It's They weren't main characters. Mm-hmm. But I still don't feel like they were really ever side characters. No, but because they weren't the main characters, there's not a great breakdown of all the things that they've done. Yep. So join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.